Jules. Hey, it's Maya. Yo, 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 it's Logie Bear. Hey, Zoe in the house. What's up, everybody? Mr. Midnight in the house. Hey, it's Kimmy Kim Kim. Yo, it's Tyler. JB in the building. Welcome to episode eight of the Generation Brown podcast. This week, we're talking about double standards. We hear some of our own experiences with double standards, comparisons between sons and daughters, and double standards within employment. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Generation Brown. Subscribe, rate, and review. Enjoy. Hey everyone. Hi. 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 How's it going? It's Good. cold. Good. I, I thought by now we would have had a really exciting response to how's it going. I mean, I've been asking it. <laughs> And every week, no one has anything good to say. Because we're still in lockdown, that's why. I was going to say, is it because we're back in lockdown? No one's feeling it. Nothing to do. Yeah. Today, we're going to be discussing something very interesting, something that um, I think very strongly about, I feel very strongly about. Double standards. <laughs> You're glowing from ear to ear about this topic, <laughs> aren't you, Leeks? Yeah, I am, because double standards are a real thing all throughout society. And being a woman and a black woman, I'm not in the um, advantaged position when it comes to double standards, so... I agree. You're playing both cards today. (laughs) (laughs) It's because I'm so... um, What's the word? I can't think of the word. I want to say, like, hard done by within this topic. Tell us more then. Why are you hard done by? Why are black women especially hard done by? Well, as if it isn't bad enough that women get paid less within the workplace, some black women get paid even less within the workplace. And then within the household, it's even worse. <laughs> what, what happens in the household? The boyfriend isn't allowed to sleep over. <laughs> <laughs> At 20, 23 years of age, the boyfriend isn't allowed to sleep over. Is it your house? I live there, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think you need to answer the question. No, it is not my house, because if it was, he would be allowed to sleep round. (laughs) There you go, you have your answer. Which is why, in my defence, I don't think I should have to pay rent at any point. Because then I think... Yeah, I know I, I know, I know I don't pay rent, but I'm saying if it gets to a stage where I'm asked to pay rent, I think we'll have to discuss the rules that come with the rent. I would like a lock on my door. I would like the sleepovers. Which is, I can see my mum pulling a face, which is why I, I don't think I'll be contributing to rent in the household. Better start looking somewhere to leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why so... Do you, why do you need a lock on the door? Because, you, can I just say, Uncle Andrew's witnessed this. We all just walk into each other's um, rooms. No one knocks. <laughs> so, yeah, I have, I have seen that. No one knocks. It's just a form of like, even though I'm guilty of it myself, but it's just because it's what I'm used to. But it's a form of respect to knock on someone's door before you come. Hold on, your daddy, daddy, daddy. I was going to say, daddy knocks. He's the only if, one that knocks. If you don't, if you walk into Logan's room. Do you knock? Yeah, yeah. yeah of course. No, you will, Jace. But this one doesn't. No. <laughs> what about Lero's room? He never. Yeah, I'm not. You know what? There we go. Knocking when you walk into Lero's room. I do. Well, give... I knock and walk. <laughs> yeah, I do the same. I knock and I give it a, a split second because. Obviously, I don't want to catch him in any kind of uh, yeah, compromising guys. situation. So I do not. I do <laughs> no, not. guys, I, I think you need job. to knock and wait. I think you need to knock and wait with Lero now. I think. Just saying. 
Yeah. I let him know when I'm coming up the stairs, so he's got ample time before I knock and walk. <laughs> so I'm normally screaming his name as I'm walking up the stairs. Oh, if you're screaming, that's fine, as long as he's got time. I just want to say, when we moved into the house, I was lucky enough that the door already had a lock on it. And we all know how annoying tipsy slash drunk people can be. So, you know, when my mum's had the friends over, sometimes I do like to lock the door because when she goes to the toilet, which happens to be next door to my room, she likes to pop in, Leeks, you okay? You okay, <laughs> And have a conversation and laugh. And it will be like one o'clock in the morning. It's like, mum, actually, like, when I used to work in retail and I'd have work at 7am on a Saturday and she'd be coming in. It's like, mum, I actually have work in, like, I've got to be up for work in, like, five hours. So the, not, the um, lock comes in handy sometimes. Don't you think that's cute that your mum wants a little chit-chat? No, at one o'clock in the morning. No? I think that's very disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, disrespectful is a bit harsh. <laughs> and I think it's amazing that you get five hours sleep. I've never heard of anything like that. <laughs> it's not recommended. You need nine, don't you? <laughs> Gone are the Try days. Two. Exactly. <laughs> Gone are the days where we get more than, I don't know, three, four. But anyway, let's move it on, Leeks. You're saying that you want this lock on your door and you want to discuss the terms of rent if at any point you have to pay it because you believe that you should be able to have a guest over, I assume of the opposite sex is what you're saying, um, for a period of time that you want. Yeah. Um, not just someone of the opposite sex because that just makes me sound a bit off like every other weekend <laughs> someone someone new coming on it is a, a boyfriend of eight years okay the, okay so eight years means that and the door doesn't even have to be locked the door can stay open well all night yeah all night i don't mind okay so i think you should um speak on behalf of yourself and your husband can I just ask, oh, Talicia's disappeared. I wanted to ask Talicia if she's allowed um, sleepovers, but um, no, it's not. Right. What was your name? Are you allowed sleepovers too? Um, no. I sneak them in. Wow. Oh, I'll repeat what you said just in case your mum listens to this. Cole, make a phone call, please. I don't, think yeah. I don't think it's a problem. I don't see the problem. Exactly. After like 20-something, like, what's the problem? And especially like in Alika's case, she's been with him for, what, eight years? Like, what's the problem? Especially when my parents were my age, I was two years old. Can I just ask the parents, like, even like what's the problem? Like, It's in- not even the parents, it's the dads. <laughs> we need to ask the dads what the issue is because the mums, I don't think they really have that much of an issue. It's the dads. When you have your own house, you live by your own house, you live by your own rules, and then you have your own keys, your own locks, and then you can do what you like. Did the same rules apply to Tyrell? Yes. Mm. Yes. Uh, I was going to say, can I just say, I would have a problem with when my son gets to 21 and he wants to have sleepovers. But I'm 23. Or 23, I don't care. (laughs) I'd still have a problem. Why is that, Kim? Um... I don't know. I think, well, for boys, I think it's a different situation in its entirety anyway. (laughs) That too. (laughs) No, but I think it's a different situation because you have to deal with the girl's parents in that that respect. Do you know what I mean? Which is, um, 
is is different. I, I would have a problem. I just, I, but although again, I don't want him out there on the street doing whatever in girls' houses either. So what do you want him to do? Yeah, get the I hotel. Just want, I just want him to stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> I do anything. <laughs> and we all. <laughs> Sorry, can we can we go to Zoe before we go into the dads and we'll get a bit more of a, a less draconian commentary there from the fathers. <laughs> Hopefully. There Zoe, there you there nicely deflected the question I asked you earlier. No, because I think um growing up, obviously I didn't have a I didn't see what the problem was. My dad was very much the same. Darren couldn't stay around and I didn't see what the problem was. But now as I'm a mum, I don't I, I don't see what the problem is, but I don't think I'd like it for my house. I don't want to get up and Alika or Maya's boyfriend's there. I just don't want it. I, she I likes her space. I, yeah, I like my space. That's and that's the only the reason, because I like my space. I like my space too, but you still come into my room about knocking at <laughs> one o'clock in the morning. Like, the doors would have to be open. But why? That's in your space. Why? Because if the doors are open, then it's no. Just I mean, the doors would have to be open. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just I don't. I wouldn't want it for my house. I don't see a problem in it, but I wouldn't want it. So do you see a problem with Alika having sleep over? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in my house. It's away from my house. And it's not because I'm thinking what they're doing. It's just that I like to walk around my house freely. I don't want to think oh. Yeah. Like I might get up and bump into, or you know, you got to put on a bra. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> it. That's literally <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. You wasn't there a time where I think your mum may have said something similar to you? Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, she did. So what she said? Not that kid. But what that she didn't have a problem with it. <laughs> yeah, like that she just didn't want it. But then. I feel that the initial problem is, is that as parents, I think you just think about the things that they would be getting up to in the bedroom. You say they, you say they. Parents. So we will be getting up to. Yeah. But I would like to think that if I let, like, their boyfriend stay around, they'd have respect for me and not do anything. Literally, it's 24 hours. Okay, then why shouldn't we be allowed to have that then? Because I, like... My she like the space. I like my space. <laughs> she wants to walk around freely. But then I, I, I don't know, because I think, isn't it better that you're at home, like your child's at home and they're seeing, you're seeing what's going on and you know that, you know, they're comfortable with that person. Also, you can tell, like, if they're over a lot, you can tell if that person's good for your child or not. Yeah, yeah, you get to know them. Build you them don't home. need to stay over to see that, though. Yeah, exactly. You can tell by visits. More of an insight, don't you think? No. No, the insight I don't want to know about, actually. <laughs> so men just automatically think about bring their head to what is going on. But why yeah. do you think anything's going on? Why can't? Why don't you think like your girls have got respect? Um, see, I'm talking about girls, but it's it's both in it, girls or sons have enough respect that they're not going to do it. What are you talking about? So what do what? I, I'm just thinking that they're going to be reading, watching Netflix. You don't want chilling. them reading. You don't want them to read and watch no, Netflix and indulge in, in a lovely series. That's all I want. I expect them to be doing. So yeah. you, well, will you allow the sleepover? Me. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm uh, one condition. I'm one condition. One sleeps upstairs, one sleeps downstairs. I would even take that. I would take that. <laughs> That's fine. In the morning, we can have our breakfast. I wouldn't even care about that. But even still, that would not be allowed in our household. So let me tell you a story. There was a time where one of us in this group, one of the brothers, I'm not going to say who, had somebody stay over. That was Uncle Jay. I'm looking at you. Yeah. That was Uncle Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even got anywhere in the story. And you're saying it's Uncle Jay. And uh, their bedroom was on the middle floor, and the living room was opposite the middle floor. Definitely Uncle Jay. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it wasn't the time where people could stay over. But on this one occasion, I think the person couldn't get home. There was no Ubers back then. They were allowed to stay, but they were under strict rules to stay in the living room and that brother was supposed to stay in their bedroom. Does that brother want to speak on that situation now? <laughs> There's tumbleweed going on. Where's D, bro? Is it D we're waiting on? <laughs> no. No, can I just ask, was you not allowed to sleep over with him? At that age, so this was this was like early on. We weren't allowed sleepovers um, at that point, but it happened just because this person couldn't get home. Um, yeah, how old was you? I was trying to think. I feel like we must have been under, tw definitely under twenty, um, probably about eighteen. Can anyone of you two remember? Mate, I can't even remember who that was. Doing a blank right now. Daddy, it definitely wasn't Daddy. Hype, hype, funk, funk. Your mum bring down pajamas and all that. Uh, yep, yep. That oh wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know them. <laughs> it was Uncle Jay. We know it was Uncle Jay. <laughs> I don't know that. I'm still trying to work out who it was, and I don't want to make myself sound like I was a bit of a. Um, <laughs> I gave there you so a clue many. to know who it was. Our type. I can't give you more of a clue than R-type. R-type. Okay, okay, right. I got it. I got it. Yeah. So do you want to elaborate more on that situation? What happened? Yeah. Did you I adhere to the rules? Listen, you see testosterone is a wicked thing, you know, in life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> testosterone. No one can measure or understand testosterone in life. So if you think that... Your mom or your dad saying, right, you stay in that room and you stay in that room is going to work. It's not going to work. No matter how bad your dad is and no matter how nan your mum is, it's not going to happen. Like, did, you get, did you get caught? Yeah. I can't even remember who it was, to be you honest. still can't remember. <laughs> no, oh, no, no. Now you said, uh, but I can't remember the situation. But um, I'm sure I snuck in there, mate. I know me, I would have I snuck in there. Your room was literally opposite, and that's a small landing. I yeah, know yeah. you stuck in there. It was the yeah, same course. floor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought I'm, one was downstairs, and the other was. Where was room. your mum's room? On the top floor. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. But see, see, look, this is my thing, right? I would have been in the front room as a mum. Yeah. Look, look. Well, listen to this. <laughs> Uncle Tech said, "One seat upstairs." One seat downstairs, but he forgot the, the vital rule. I'm sleeping on the stairway between the two of them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So one could be upstairs, one could be downstairs. 
tonight I'll be sleeping on the stairs. So whoever won't pass, I'll be there. <laughs> so you're against these sleepovers, clearly. I honestly believe I would allow my son to have sleep a sleepover at a certain age, and but Fair I wouldn't allow it. I wouldn't allow my daughters to probably have the same sleepover at the same age. And that Why is, is that? True. Why is that? And what do you mean by same sleepover? Is this like door? So for the son, the door can be shut, but for the daughter, it can't. Um, you know what it is? Because I feel like my son doesn't bring home the babies. It takes whoa, two to whoa, tango. Whoa, of course whoa, he does. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, I'm unapologetically biased, so I'm, and I'm sorry. Like, I'm not sorry. Well, you're not sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm, I'm biased. I'm a brer. I know what Bray's got up to. If Alika thinks that she could pull the wool over my eyes, I don't, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, a relationship's not 50-50, but I always believe in a relationship, in certain areas, someone has more pull than the other. And, yeah. you know, at that age, what more have they got to talk about other than Towie, you know... They uh, don't talk about Towie. Or whatever yeah. it is, like, uh, going out and sleeping together. Uncle Jay, come I'm, on. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. You're not being too conservative. He's keeping it all the way 100. He's keeping it all the way 100. Listen, let me tell you something. I'm sorry, babe. We're going to buck heads because I just don't agree with that. Like, it's ridiculous. Babe, I that know is... what you was like as a young girl. Don't chat rubbish. Don't chat rubbish to me. Oh, my God. I was a good girl. Uh, Mate, oh my god! We, I can't even Sir, do not project your nastiness on me. Do you know? <laughs> Just don't do it. All I'm saying is, I will treat my son differently in a certain area because I, I, I was a young man, and I know what young men are about. I don't believe that they bring home the babies, and I believe that if they're smart enough, they'll make good choices, and uh, I can trust them because I know they're going to be doing more than watching Netflix. Can I just say, so what age will Lero will be allowed the sleepover? 15. That was a joke. That was a joke. He's 15 in like three months. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I think, you know what? He will have to show me a level of maturity, cleansliness, responsibility, you know? And if he's doing that and he's around 20, you know, I would allow him to bring a female home, and if I feel that she's of the correct ilk, ilk, caliber, <laughs> caliber, yeah, I would allow her to partake of the family, and then once I feel that that's going well, and I've spoken to her parents, and uh, I've <laughs> spoken to the parents, and I understand where they're coming. Listen, all of this matters. If I understand where the parents are coming from, I want to look at their dental records as well because a lot of people have kids with people that have got uh, genetic deficiencies. And I've given my son royal, royal genes. I can't be letting no one pull down my standards. Circle of trust. Exactly. I think I might have a double standard as well. Obviously, I'm presenting, so I'm trying to be impartial. But in my heart of hearts, there is a double standard. And... I don't think it's going to change. But much. why? But why though? Is it because you know how you, you know how men are? I think, but, yeah. It must. Well, be, what else is it? No, I think it's. I think Uncle Jay said on the, the point. It's 
it's the double standard. Internally, we are protectors, right? We protect our daughters. By allowing our son to sleep over or have somebody sleep over, and then if they had a baby, it's not what we're advocating. Mm. It doesn't seem like we've not protected our son, exactly. if that makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a caveman. It's caveman-like mentality yeah. to a degree. I, I'm not dis disagreeing with that, but that's what it is. Like We feel like we want to protect our daughters more so than the need to protect our son in that particular situation. Can I just ask something? What is it? What's the age? What age are you um, in your head? Is he hasn't Lero got allowed one. to sleep over oh. and Jada and Logan? This no, is for you too as well. I said, if Lero is showing me signs of maturity, uh, responsibility, I think, um, and he's, he's around the 20 mark, I think, you know, he understands enough to not disrespect my home and manage his business and I would allow him to have a sleepover. I mean, the girls, 47 is a good bet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good bet. There's no ratchet girls coming up in my house. I'm just letting yeah, you know. She's not having it at all. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Like, it's not happening. Uncle Basically, Andrew. He's not allowed Alex. to have a, wife, a girlfriend. Your Alex. age? Your age? My age. So I think my situation is slightly different. Um, <laughs> because of... Sorry? Because they're young at the moment. Yeah, yeah. My bank, I've got two different bank accounts. The way my bank account's set up is slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> On a real. Because of the age, right, I think it's different now because obviously one's an adult now and the others are proper young. And by the time they get to this age that I would need to consider sleepovers, if the housing situation is bad for you guys now and you guys can't get a property now, imagine them. So they're going to have to remain under our roots. But therefore, I think that consideration may have to come earlier. That's my political answer. So Colin, wow. Colin yeah. obviously, your, your son, your boy's son, is, is of that age. What's your yeah. standpoint on it? No one ain't coming in my yard. Oh. You're out of order. Period. You're Period. out of order, mate. <laughs> you're blind anyway. <laughs> okay. right, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Uh, Uncle Tech, Uncle Jay. Right. At the age that you don't agree with just yet for your male and female um, children to have sleepovers, if you caught them in a sleepover, would the punishment be the same? Well, I don't, it, for, me, for me, it don't matter what floor I find this boy on, he's going out the top window, so the <laughs> punishment would be the same, getting flung out the top window and landing on their heads. What about for the girlfriend? She'll get a cup of tea and some biscuits. <laughs> a rum. Mate, if Kim, get, if Kim gets anywhere near her, it'd be the same top window. <laughs> I'm telling you that now. So mothers and, mothers and their sons, daughters, fathers and their daughters. I think it would be worse than a top window, mate. See? I have to be cruel to be kind. So no one ain't coming in here. Okay. Zoe? Yeah. Yeah. You're quiet, Zoe. It's unlike you. I know, I'm just listening and just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Mummy agrees with us. No, she, she doesn't. She thinks you men are out of order. I just I like <laughs> I liked um Andrew's excuse for the the difference. I've been working on that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny? Because I've noticed Zoe bats for the adults, but then she bats for her girls as well. He does. Goes you know what I mean? And it's like, she's trying to get the right balance. So I, I get that. 
Um, but at some at some point, you're gonna have to come off the fence. Oh, don't worry. When she does, she goes with the adults. Okay. Okay. This is my truth. This is how I. This is what I believe as well. I just, you know, what I try and think about myself when I was younger. Yeah. And what I used to do and how I used to be, and I just, I don't believe my girls are much different from me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think they can. I don't think control. Nookie in the house. While Mom, I'm... what did you say? Why do you have to call it that? Oh my what are we allowed to call it then? <laughs> Nothing. Because, listen, boys and girls don't get together for book club. They just don't. Like, it's not a book club situation. So, I uh, just want to conclude on your point. If we did the same thing, and it's probably what we do, if we think about what we were like as young or their age, then maybe this is why we are the way we are. I think so. For the boys. For the boys, yeah. Yeah. yeah but then you should really think that your girls have chose... Better than you guys. <laughs> Wait, I'm married. I yeah. don't think so. <laughs> I've got a question for Zoe. Um, Zoe, do you think you had a strict upbringing? Very strict. Oh, my goodness, are you joking? My dad didn't muck about so this is why you're trying to be a bit more liberal, I feel, but you still know right from wrong. <laughs> Did you hear it was the dad? It's always the dads. Always. Oh, Kimothy, Auntie Kim. But that's yeah. with that's with Lero. So it's the same thing. It's mothers with their sons and fathers with their daughters. Do you feel that your brothers had different rules than your sisters, you and oh, your girls? My brothers could just do what they wanted to, basically. See, I'm going, I'm a hundred percent in the right. Then. No, old fashioned. It was definitely double standards in my house, so definitely 100%. Even though my brother couldn't have like a girl stay over, yeah, but um, he could he could stay at a girl's house, he could be out until whatever time, yeah. No, I couldn't, I had to be in and could not stay at Darren's house at all. So, are we saying then there are no physical, mental? Differences between men and women. Oh, Sarah. But can I just ask something? Okay, so don't you feel like, you know, when you lot was younger and you was experimenting with the different types of girls you'd like, you, you dated lots of girls from different <laughs> backgrounds and, and different kind of upbringings, yes or no? Is that fair to say? All three of you, not all of them was wifey material. Are we, are we fair to say that? I've dated two women of the same ethnicity. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Jane. But at that, young, at that young age, you don't have that level of understanding. There is no type. It's just what, what, you, what you like. Yeah, it's what you like. Ray Shrimmond, what he said. Right, so assuming, so assuming our, boy, our boy children are the same. Yeah. No, no, but it's, no, it's Kim, Kim, I'm going to stop you there, right? I'm going to stop you there, right? <laughs> so, no, I'll tell you what, I'm going to stop you there. It's a valid point you made, but... This is half of the battle that we're doing, right? We are better. We are aiming to be better than our parents. And I'm not saying our parents are rubbish. I'm saying that we are planning and have the tools to be better than our parents. We are having this conversation, right? Yes. So Lero's choices have to be better than our choices. Yeah, of course. And we're, we're more open. Our generation are more open to have conversations with our children as well. Yeah. So, for example, I speak to Lero all the time about what type of girls he likes and what type of um, 
situations to look out for and you know i always say to them make sure you check their id like whatever you do make sure you ask them to see their id what i don't care like or you birth certificate yeah i want to you need to know that they're of age do you know what i mean you have to know that they're of age you can't tell they can't tell you they're 16 17 18 and they're 13 that's not you know what i mean and there's some ratchet girls out here like that will lie like so i'm not in that i'm not in that but what my point was was that assuming lero is a boy and not much has changed in terms of you know they see what they like that's it that's where the buck stops right yeah mm -hmm. yeah so we all agree with that so if you give lero more scope to be kind of like having sleepovers and stuff isn't he more likely to get into a situation where he ends up with someone that's not righteous for us as a family no, no, no. There no, can be accidents no, no, and situations what? that he can get stuck into earlier than if you no. gave no. him the same boundaries as the girls. No, because that, that's you saying that he's not going to pick a good girl and the girl is not going to bat him off for years. Did you pick say, a good, my point is, did you pick a good girl when you started picking girls? I've only had two. <laughs> and, and their backgrounds, you know what it is? It's that small West Indian island that I can't take. But we're not going to get into that because that's a whole other thing, right? Didn't do the proper filtration this, process. Exactly. Now, if he gets with a girl, you're saying that this girl's going to be ratchet. So why shouldn't we think of our females as ratchet as well? I'm not going to think like that. I'm thinking that there are good girls out there. He's seen his Are you mama. thinking there are good boys out there? Stop shouting. Let me finish. He's seen his mum on a normal day, not on a pod day. He's seen his mum on a normal day yeah. and watched her levels and would accept, he wouldn't accept anything less than the standards of his mum. So he can't go far wrong. Am I scoring points here, by the way? With <laughs> right. me you are, with me you right. Yeah, can't go far wrong. So I'm expecting him to pick a girl that doesn't partake of anything his testosterone is trying to do. And because of the chase and the, the understanding that she's a good girl, he lasts a long goes for the long haul and stays with her until the right time to get into anything else and works out that she's a good girl and the right girl for him. I'm not thinking he's just going to get a ratchet girl that wants to da-da-da-da-da and do that. No. That's why I want to speak to the parents and have a dialogue, open dialogue with them before she's allowed to just stay over. So why, so why, is, so why can't you do the same for the boys? We'll do at a later date, just at a later age, sorry. I think he'll do the same thing, but at a later age. Well, I'm not back. I'm not trying to fight for the boys staying over. I'm trying to fight for the girls not staying over. So my point is, is that for all the things you just said about the, you hoping Lero would choose a girl that wasn't ratchet and was the right type of calibre, would you not expect the girls to do the same and therefore the rules to be the same? Yes. No, because they're yeah, running yeah. from strict. They're running from strict dads. So you know, I think they get to a point where. They know what's good, but because they want to get away from that controlling, domineer, domineering yeah. situation, they pick the wrong boys. <laughs> so have we all have we all picked the wrong boys then? Because you're all strict. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> so that's 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 you guys' fault then, not us. <laughs> well. I mean, we, we can't be everything. We've got to be one thing or the other. And we're trying to be the best we can. And I think a bit of discipline goes a long way. I don't see a lot of these young girls 
doing the things that my mum, your mum does, my mum done, and my nan done. They're it not was even different in that times. Class. They never like that was it was like real different times. It's because guys don't really look for that anymore anyway. Which guys? Let's tell us you finish. What I'm gonna finish. Do you have a shirt? There we go. Okay, all right. What is your saying something? Guys don't necessarily go for wifey material anymore, they just go for what looks nice on the outside. Is that it? So all they want to do is say, right, she's pretty. I draw her, I won the prize, I could go home now. I, 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 I feel like they look at what the girl probably initially like has and how she looks and how she's, you know, socially, but I feel like that sense of like what she does in the home and like how, what morals she's had, it, it kind of is disappearing, I think. From, they, don't really care that I can, they don't care that I can sew them a face mask. <laughs> they, they, don't, now, they don't care about that. They want to see like the bad B in the club. Like, bad B. That's yeah. what they want to see. Wow. Not, the boys, not the boys I go for, but no, the, but the majority I, of boys. But I think they want you to be able to sew a face mask and be the bad B. Yeah, you've got to be both. No, they've got no substance. I'm telling you, they're just rubbish. Well, that's, us, that's us as parents, like, like I said, bringing up these kids that like have got no freaking models. Like, they ain't got none. It's disgusting. I hear you. Like, you've not set the bar high enough. Your kids, you've not set the bar high enough for your kids and your kids ain't going out there and they're not setting the bar at all. Majority, if there's like 10 guys in a club, maybe two of them care about the one that was doing Duolingo in lockdown learning French. The others <laughs> don't care about that stuff. <laughs> Ty, Ty, what do you go for? What do you see? Do you want the bad B? Do you want the Instagram bum? What it is? What is it you want? Truthfully, uh, Tyra. No, I'm what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like I'm like, like traditional, not traditional, but like I kind of go for personality more say. But it is it, it looks to it, but it's more personality. Like yeah, I have to just I have to know you more than just like doing that. And where does that stem from? Obviously, from respecting. Having respect for women and having respect for yourself, to be honest. And where does that and come obviously from? from? Obviously, from the parents, I know. Okay. okay. Alright, cool. But yeah. Do you ask them if they can cook and clean? Yeah, I'll, I'll be like... I did. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it like, can you cook and clean? Because that's a bit weird. But I'll be like, when we're talking, I'll bring up conversation about food and stuff. Like, you just have to... Like, when are you going to cook me a food? When are you cooking me some curry go or something? Yeah. Like, yeah. I agree with her. That's how you know who you like. Like, if she says she can't cook curry goat, would that like put you off? Yeah. No. no. If I feel she's got a. Oh, you're talking to me or Tyrell? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm going to stay out of this. So I'll probably get into trouble anyway. I want to hear what you got to say now. If she's willing to learn. Yes, that is basically where I was going to go. You know, like, I feel that obviously I'm not going to be like, I'm the man, I know everything, and you don't bring anything to the table. If I could, if I can learn from a girl, then you know, that's even better for me. So if she if she doesn't tick all the boxes like oh yeah I could do this I could do that, that and she's willing to learn and I can learn from her she can learn from me then yeah that's perfect you know what I mean I, I don't I'm not you need to be able to cook iron clean because I could do all of that myself so I don't need you for that that's not what I'm looking at you for do you know what I mean but I also need to know that I can go to war and 
leave you with my family and my family are going to be raised correctly. Do you know what I mean? Perfect answer. Yeah. But even aside from the whole, you know, boyfriend situation, there's other double standards, such as women are expected to do a lot more housework. That where? doesn't happen in where, this house. Where? Oh, why are you chatting rubbish for? I'm talking about Lemo <laughs> does more than Logan. What's wrong with you? Oh. <laughs> Don't expose but, but yourself, Lim- you know? <laughs> Lemo is older than Logan, so that is... Oh, the- my God. <laughs> so that that stops, is fair. That stops Logan picking up the hoover every every once in a while. Logan, how old are you again? 11, but I do. Yeah. I do. You are delusional. Who's bigger than Logan? <laughs> 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 If Logan puts a a knife in the dishwasher, then you better uh, give her a clap or something. (laughs) No, but but, like when you guys ask me to, I do. Yeah, but no one should have to ask you. You're old enough not to have to be asked. Yeah, but it's not my problem because I. I think it's good that Lero does a lot in the house because then it's teaching. That's see, that's progression. Yeah, but he does it half-heartedly. He doesn't even do it properly, so it doesn't really matter. He's learning. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. He's learning. Some some men don't do anything in the house, so there we go. I'm, I'm quite. I feel quite guilty though that I actually um, like. I'm very conscious that I don't want to raise a whatless black child, black boy child as well, and that I want him to be able to kind of go out of the world when he's ready and be able to cook for himself and clean for himself and you know do all of the things that um, if he was on his ho- own, he could do. Like, and he's not dependent on a woman to be able to do that stuff. So I think I put more kind of pressure on my boy child to be able to maintain those those simple tasks of everyday life just for that reason. Whereas <laughs> her, one, she's younger, and two, because she's a girl, I kind of don't put that much pressure on her, which I think is a very bad double standard, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but why don't you? Is that because you assume that she will just learn to cook because she's a girl? No, no, I think, no, 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 I think, um, because she, I think once she pays more interest, so when I'm cooking or whatever, she'll be like, oh, mommy, can I help you? And so she naturally, I think, will pick up things and learn uh, naturally, whereas Lero doesn't want to do it. So I have to make him to be able, so he knows how to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just assume they know how to fry an egg. No, they don't. What is that you? I was talking about your brother. So, yeah, I think, um, she she's more interested in uh, what's going on and what you're doing and kind of and when she does do something, she tends to do it properly where he doesn't. Do you know what I mean? Trying. Yeah, but well, he is trying. Well, boys always been no, half a job. They always do half yeah. a job. No, I don't think so. Uh, are, you talk, are you talking? Are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> are you talking? <laughs> Let you the man talking? talk. Yeah. Let him talk. Mr. Half a job here. Okay. I think it's the way. I think it's the way parents don't need to do it i feel like if you just told me if you just told me normally like okay tarot just you forgot to do something rather than shouting at me no you get aggravated because you do half a job yeah okay but then 20 years it's true it's true but when you keep doing it like like obviously us as kids we have you said kids you're not a child like we do have we do get annoyed like so if you but, keep nagging us like that, you just got to tie. Our tie. reaction's going to be like that. I've got to defend. I've got to jump in because you know what? There's nothing worse than repeating to your grown children something they should know. Yeah, but it's the way you say it. It's not, and give it's us not a second. Same, the way you say it. 
give you a second. Sometimes I'll be like eating dinner and like I would would have just finished my dinner. My mum will come in. Oh, you've been sitting here with the plate and the the ketchup on the side. It's like I've literally just finished chewing. Can you please give me a second? So sometimes I have to say, I am going to wash this up. I'm just finishing my toast. (laughs) Is that true, Zoe? Yes, unfortunately. (laughs) Joe, I I think that's all of us, though, because I'm the same. Um, Like, because a glass can sit in a corner for... 10 minutes, two days, uh, or or a week if I don't move it. And exactly. the time I open my mouth to say something about it, I was just going to do that. No, you wasn't. Don't chat rubbish. But this is like, the yeah. thing. It's preemptive, right? What we're doing is preempting because we've seen it, as Uncle Jay said. I've seen glasses sit on the side. I, I don't even want to talk about the room. Like, she's not in a pot to defend herself. That's her own problem. But I've seen things sit, manifest, and grow. <laughs> so that's why we speak before you guys are ready but i think we should be able to tell you guys as well that you should clear up yeah, we should hold on a minute Whoa. sometimes sometimes i'll come in the kitchen and there'll be cucumber the end of a cucumber on the side my mum loves to leave the tea bag in the sink you walk past oh, the bin. No, no, no. Is that a signal? No, no, no. 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 And you're not taking any of the burden off of us. But you're, you're, adding, you're adding burden, and then while I bring boyfriend and Kendall. <laughs> oh, no. We didn't ask to be born. You chose this life for us. And also, you walk past the bin before yeah. you get to the city. But Leeks, Leeks, what oh. you've got to remember, what you've got to remember in every situation that you're pointing out, I'm not saying you're wrong in that your mum might leave a tea bag in a sink or your mum might leave the cucumber on the side. But what I guarantee you, is that the buck always stops with us, right? So what I mean by that is, does your mum leave that cucumber there indefinitely or that tea bag in the sink indefinitely? Or before the end of the night, it's tidied up? Well, I don't know about the, the tea bag, but the cucumber, she'll say, I'm working, I'm on my lunch break, I don't have time. It literally takes about five seconds to put cucumber back in the fridge. But if I'm, if I'm working, if I'm working, I'm expected to, she'll say, you don't do your work anyway. You have time, you can do this. So that's double standards. Why is it a question? You didn't answer the tea bag's there. Okay, the cucumber will be in the fridge, but the tea bag will be in the sink until I chuck it out. And I have to say the tea bag. Even today, there was a tea bag in the sink. There we go. And she's, is she drinking tea now? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Question then, Leeks. What's your life stresses then? I have loads. Go on, ex- example. My hair, is, my, my hair is falling out. <laughs> I right. break out. Kenzo needs food and water. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All of my attention. Leeks I, have just... to, I have to pay for my car insurance and my phone bill. That's as you're more. stretching, as you're stretching <laughs> for these things, your mum's got all of those ish, the, uh, those uh, problems and more. That's not an excuse. So that, as I'm told, these are the, these are the realities of adulthood. So you guys, like, this is just part of life. You have to deal with them. You guys have been adults for like what <laughs> decades now. Wait. Oh, okay. all right, cool, should, cool. So it's just it's, suck it up, then. Basically, is yeah, what you're saying. Suck it up. Suck we'll it have up. To do it. Yeah. And let you lot do what you want, basically. No, within reason, yeah. 
Yeah. Just saying, let us live, basically. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, There's housing out there. <laughs> you look in there, but how many times, how many explanations and, and diagrams and ways of emptying the bin do I have to tell you over the last 20 years? <laughs> how many? Yeah, but it's times? the kind of situation, like, you know, we're adapting, we're becoming adults. You know, Turn the light on. No, you're no, not milking. No. You're milking <laughs> <of> us. <laughs> That's what you're doing. You're becoming adults. You officially turn adults. No, well, I'm an adult. But, you know, it's still a growth. Like I'm, I know I'm an adult, but it's it's still a growth. Yeah. And, you adapting. Know, no one. I've just graduated. To an adult, and bam, they turn into an adult. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's still, everyone's still evolving, and I think sometimes I understand what you're saying, Anika. Sometimes parents can say. Things a bit more nicer to us and be. There is no rules. Twenty years. No. Twenty years. How long? How many, how many times are you going to say the same thing? I'm sure you did appreciate your parents treating you guys. This yeah, way. but do you think we could ever say, "Mummy, you needed to say that a bit more nicer"? <laughs> You're mad. But I don't say that to you. Uncle Jay, come back and do that thunderclap, please. Well, this is why we want progression because I would appreciate it if my kids said to me that, Mum, there's no need for you to speak to me with that tone. We'd be doing the Matrix every day if we said that to our parents. You don't have to be but, like your parents. You know what? One thing, one so thing that I do like about um, the older generation <laughs> is that I understand the parenting skills because when I look at my parenting skills now, I think I've wanted Kay to be open on certain stuff that he doesn't necessarily need to be open on. And therefore, it's always a battle between me and him. It's like I'm arguing with, like Daddy says sometimes, you arguing with Kay, like, you know, you are... You Same know. age. Exactly. So I understand, I, I'm understanding now that I have to kind of be a bit more like... No, like cut off point. No, like what I say is what I say, and kind of that's it. Like if you're upset about it, you're upset about it. I can't really, do you know. What I'm Child saying? and adult boundaries. We need yeah. those boundaries, and obviously it changes when you get to young adults. Of course, it changes, and when you become adult adults, whatever age that is. But certainly at that age, T, it's definitely a child and um, adult conversation you need to have, and on need to know basis. But guys. We've been nurturing you. We've been growing you. We've been like teaching you how to be young adults all throughout your teenage years, and if not before. So when you get to your 20s and we see the same things repeating, if you were living by yourself, you wouldn't be able to do these things. So we're continuously trying to teach you and grow you all the time. And this is why we may say it with a bit of tone if we're having a bad day. But some of your teaching skills can be quite traumatic. <laughs> you don't know trauma. You don't have to. We understand. You don't have to scream at us. We actually don't hear you. If anyone, if anyone was to have PSD, PSD, it'd be us. Um, this, is, this is what I was saying in the last part that this generation is soft. Please say we, it again. Oh, they're soft. You're soft. You're not soft. <laughs> you guys did. I'm sure you didn't appreciate the way your parents spoke to you, so you don't have to be the same to us. My mum, sorry, can I just say, my mum screams. She screams. I'm going to make a conscious effort not to scream because there's just no need. I will actually listen to you more. If you, when you scream, I'm just going to cry. I'm emotional. But if you just say, like, speak to me like I'm a human, 
then that's fine. I would do what you want, but you're screaming at me. I'm going to get hot. I'm going to get flustered. I'm going to start crying, and I'm not going to do what you want me to do. I'm just going to go to my room and just cry myself to sleep. Just speak I've, to me like a normal person, please. I've got two that's points a, on that. That's some respect. Got, I'm going to let so <laughs> defend herself, but I'm going to have two points on that. You say speak to you normally, and you will do what she want. You she wants, but had you done what she wanted in the beginning, she wouldn't need to scream. Point A. Point B is all of us in this room as parents, regardless of how we felt at the time about our parents' parenting style, we all look back on that parenting style and say, do you know what? My parents were right. Do I speak for everybody in this room when yeah, I say yeah. that? Yeah. So? Yeah, they could dealt with things, some things a bit different, but okay, yeah. we, we came out front. We came out, oh, I believe we've come out, okay. And with respect. Yeah. But you um, guys don't not, respect that's not us. Done us Sorry? You guys don't respect us. We, we do. do respect you. You scream at us. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not respect. That's all it is. If you look, I'll put it this way. If you look, can't take harsh words, then you're going to struggle. Big world out there. If we're you're going to struggle, struggle out there. If you can't take harsh words. If we scream at you. At least just harsh words. If you can't take harsh words. You're going to struggle. I'd rather harsh words than screaming. Can I ask you something? Does your mum scream off the bat, or does she? Is it like after the tenth time she's told you? No, no. It would just be if she hasn't if she hasn't taken her evening primrose. <laughs> <laughs> I start screaming after the sixth time I've spoken. No, it isn't. I'll scream after I've asked you to do something more than once and you haven't done it. Then I have to scream for you like to hear me. But but it'll be like you scream at us the first time because that's your normal voice acknowledge the screen. That's what I think is happening here because yeah. I know us yeah. as parents, we don't walk around screaming every day. Mum does. <laughs> You're the same. <laughs> Rubbish. No, are, you, are you laughing? No, are you laughing? Uncle Colin, I think you're guilty of walking around screaming, judging by Ty's face. Okay, so if we're guilty of screaming, I think you lot are in, you're guilty of being entitled. I feel like you lot feel that you're entitled for everything. Without working for it, Without working for it, without going through the correct stages of life or uh, progression, I just feel that you feel that everything you see in front of you, you can rationale and make it fit you and you're entitled to it. But it doesn't work like that. You can't just become a captain without going through the, the necessary grades or the black belt or the, the parent. Or you, What we're doing is you're kind of saying, right, you're shouting, you're screaming. We've gone through years of this, and I'll ask one person in this group a question, and if they give me the right answer, then I'll back off. But if they give me the wrong answer, which I know is my answer, then they can't say anything. So, Tish, have you <laughs> ever raised your voice at your son? Yes. Do you think that you've spoken to him not nicely when you could have spoken to him like nicely? I don't know. Okay, so have has he ever spoken to you like he's the parent and then you put him back into his place of he's the child? Yeah. 
So quite clearly in life, there are uh, situations where there's adults and there's children. And as much as he may be super clever, I believe that he knows what's best or what's right or what he's entitled to, you would still put him back into his place, correct? Yeah. Okay, so you know what? You lot cannot change around this natural, natural phenomenon. This is what happens. We're parents, your children. You're meant to mess up. We're meant to say it to you a thousand times. You're meant to make our skull grey. Then we look at you as proud parents when you finally get it. And then you're, when you're being harsh with your children, we come along and spoil them. Because you have been a pain in our butt for years. We're like, all right, watch this. We're going to give your kids sweets, get them all hyped, and give them back. And then you're going to be like, oh, mum, don't do that. But you know what? That is just the, the circle of life. That's how I see it anyway. Hugh, Elton, John. But you know what you lot do? You lot, um, you lot tell us all for things that you've done even worse in the years. So imagine I might get in trouble at school and dad will try and tell me what I've done wrong. But he... Listen, it's, it's, it's I don't want no more stories about me going around <laughs> because these are balance themselves off. They, they look at me and hear the stories and then think, well, because it's not as bad as what dad done, then what I've done isn't wrong. Or because he's done something wrong, he shouldn't be able to tell me off. Hello, I repented for my sins. I'm a parent now and I'm allowed to tell people off. Can I just time. ask why we're allowed to be treated like adults in some cases, but then in other cases where we're still treated like children? Why is it when it suits you guys? Either let us be kids or let us be adults. I don't really understand. I'm, old enough, to, I'm old enough to, you know, uh, pay, pay tax. And you, if you guys want us to pay rent, we have to pay rent and all that stuff, cook, clean, all that stuff. But then I'm not old enough to have a lock on the door. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm old enough to go to the club, drink Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Going to the drink, paying taxes, etc. There's nothing to do with us, right? Yeah, but it kind of is. Okay, drinking is not. But you guys want us to get jobs, so we've got to pay. If we get a job, we've got to pay tax. We, we're, we're training you so you can live in the real world by yourself at some point, right? So you can only do that by earning a living, whether that's getting a job or having some form of income, right? So yeah. that's why we tell you to get jobs because you're not paying rent. None of you guys are paying rent, as far as I'm aware. So we're not making you go out there to work to pay your way at home. It's so that you can progress in society. So when you decide to move out as well, you can actually get a mortgage, right? So again, it's growth. We're trying to grow you guys. Now, we're not treating you like adults. We're not treating you like kids. We're treating you like our children. And our children need help in certain ways and sometimes they don't need help so when you need help we give you help and when you don't we back off so i think you guys need to look at it in a different way you're our children you may be society's adults but you're our children no my dad said to me loads of times well you're you're an adult you can do you can do this you can do according that. to society no no according to things in the household give me an example I can't think of some right now because the examples I just gave are very awful. But Maya, can you back me up? <laughs> Even asked him this the other day, why are we allowed to be adults when you say so? But then in other cases, you want us to be a child. Put it this way, right? If you went, if you went, if you live at home, you have to adhere to certain rules, certain regulations and, and whatnot. If you go to a hotel, you still have to do the same thing. If you, had to, if you, if you have your own home, 
and you have children, they have to adhere to rules and regulations. Wherever you go, you can't escape it. So there's certain things in life you just have to deal with and get on with. And that's just what it is. That's a good point. When you guys go to hotels, do you try and change the rules of the hotel? Yeah, because they're, they're easy to follow. Sorry? Easy to follow. Anyone to your hotel? <laughs> <laughs> they're easy to follow oh, because you're treated like an adult. So you're a rule breaker just naturally leaks. Is that what we're hearing here? I'm not a rule breaker. Oh my gosh, Cynthia, <laughs> what are you starting? <laughs> what are your other double standards leaks? Yeah, I was going to say, aside from all of this, I did mention a bit um, very briefly earlier, but like the workplace, being paid less. How do you guys feel about this? How do you guys feel that women are statistically paid a lot less than men? And women won't be promoted to as high a roles as men because of things like maternity leave, maternity leave and being emotional and things like that. Can I, can I say something then? Yeah, I don't ahead. agree that they should be paid less, but I think where you guys see that you have it hard and it's wrong and it's, it's sexist and biased towards you or double standards, I feel that men also feel the same. And it's not probably, not the, oh, okay, they won't get promoted to a certain place because, okay, that may suit or fit the men and they will get promoted. But why is it when... I have a child, I am not giving, given as much uh, maternity leave as my wife. Or why is it when I have a child and maybe not working and, you know, okay, I haven't physically given birth to the child, um, the child's not breastfeeding on me, but yet myself and the, the woman are no longer together. Why is it I don't get help to get a flat? Because you want a safe environment for this child to come to, um, on the weekends, whenever I'm allowed to have the child, but I'm not given anything. Right? I think in life, you know, there are double standards, but they're on both sides. They're not just on, it's not like women are trodden down and men are, are lifted up. Because I feel like, especially a black man, we hardly get anything in life. Very well said. That's a, yeah, that's a good point. But do you think that could be with, like, in terms of getting help and stuff like that? Is it because men are just expected and viewed as the breadwinner? Do you think that could be why yeah, within society? Um, yeah, I think so. I think that's one one of the main reasons. I think um, women get help for because of the opposite reason. But I think there is another angle to that as well. And I feel like, especially that like, they will help black women. They're not frightened of black women, and they're. They're happy to help black women because if you can help a, a, a single black woman, it means that the black family's broken. Do yeah. You understand what I'm trying to say? So, yeah. you know, this is why I kind of, when people talk about double standards, especially in the workplace or women and men, I feel like they don't actually, maybe you may be able to look at a white man not being racist and say that. But I think when it comes to black men, I think we face a lot more things uh, than others. So when you're talking about double standards... In the workplace. In the workplace. Yeah, in, in the workplace. In the workplace. Yeah. So if it's a if it's like an all-black establishment, I don't know, I've never experienced or come across that, but do you think it's balanced then? So say it's like a black business. I, I mean, think... it, it would be more balanced, but I, I, do you know what? I don't think we're going to get the balance in life that we we require, as in people, as in women and men or we, we require, as in ethnicity, black, white, Chinese, I don't think we're going to ever get it. Like, you know, And that's what we're fighting for, but I don't think we're going to see the day when all men and women are, women and men are equal. 
almost said like people. Martin Luther King there. <laughs> but, um, I was trying not to because I was thinking of copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, so in my workplace, I'm probably, I don't know if I've said this before, but I'm the only black um, person in my department and oh, wow. the only black male. There is another guy, but I don't think he classes as directly in my department anymore. I thought you going to say he's black. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I was thinking the same. No, he's, he's definitely black. Um, but my point is, in my establishment, it's gone the other way. So all of the middle management are all females. Like 90%, they hire females. If you're looking at directors and board level, maybe it's slightly different. But the middle management is female-dominated. It's definitely not black or male dominated. Uh, so that kind of contradicts your point, because obviously if you're on middle management and I'm reporting to you and reporting your boss is female, then you're going to be paid more than everybody below you. Yeah. Right? So definitely in investment banking world, it has changed. Um, touching on Uncle Jay's point about society as a whole. There are so many double standards. Like, I get your point, Leaks, maternity leave. And, and that is a thing. People do look at that. People do look at you've got the burden. They assume you have the burden or the mother has the burden of the childcare responsibility, which isn't always true. Um, and I guess for 90% of the cases, maybe 80%, I don't know what the number is, but it could be. But it's not always the case. So there shouldn't be one brush that paints everything. It should be on a case-by-case basis. We're going through the recruitment process at the moment. And I have to be honest, as um, a black female and male, like we've looked at all of those um, aspects of the applicants, you know, because we're looking at someone that could potentially be with us for a lot longer. There's no issues in terms of employment. And I don't necessarily think it's a double standard thing in that respect. It's what works best for the situation and the job role and you know so I know it's quite bad to say but I think we've taken in me and Jay sat down and looked at all the applicants and took into consideration all of those things I think the only thing we hadn't taken into consideration probably is colour but like people are not putting their ages on CVs anymore which I find really strange because I want to know how old you are. So I mean that's a very good point because the question I always ask and the situation I always present is if we're business owners, Kim, don't answer this, but if we're, if just imagine everybody else is a business owner and you need to employ somebody and the best candidate is seven months pregnant. And then you've got a candidate who's not as good, but could do the job and they're male. Who would you hire? And you need that person for the next, you need them for indefinitely. That's not pregnant. Mm -hmm. I just think that's common sense. Say again, the person that's not pregnant. That's what most people will lean towards. I think I would hire the pregnant person. Because why, why, the would pregnant? They, why would they apply for the role if they didn't think they would be able to be there within the time that they're needed for? What's the point? In you? You're just wasting both of our times. You can clearly, you clearly will have a, I feel like I would trust that they would have a good work-life balance. And also, I think they're pregnant. They might actually need the money. Yeah, but they might just want paternity. I mean, maternity leave. Don't I you mean, have to be there for a certain amount of time before you can get maternity leave? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's very true. true. But it's not that long. It's not yeah, but that's what I was going to say. So you're saying seven months, they're seven months pregnant. And let's and say they're come, four months. Let's say they're four months oh, pregnant. All right, four months. So they come and work for, what, probably another Three to four, four months. months, yeah. Yeah, and then they're leaving for a year. Potentially, let's say six months. Six months to a year. 
That's right. what you've got to consider. Yeah. Then potentially leaving from, and then, you know, depending on what type of business you are, how your money comes in, you still have to pay their maternity, plus get another member of staff to cover their, their space and work out whether, you know, have dialogue with them to find out whether they're actually going to come back. They're thinking of coming back. They might do the whole year. They might do the whole year and then decide they don't want to come back. So Or come uh, back part-time. Or, yeah, and you have to kind of adhere to them um, to a certain uh, degree. And my thing is this. I look at it and I say, if it's my business, I do what I'll hire who I want. I don't care what other people have to say. You can't say to me that, oh, you can't look at age, you can't look at this. You can if you put the job out there to the world, but I don't have to put the job out there to a world being a personal business owner. But other people do. So they end up in a position where, you know, their hands are tied. By law, by law, you cannot cannot um, give the job to the other candidate if you believe the candidate who's pregnant is the best candidate for the job. Yeah. And they can actually, I don't think it's wrongful dismissal because obviously they weren't hired, but along those lines, they could sue based on that point. Yeah, but how is that? How can that be proved? That's like a really grey area, isn't it? Of course, of course it's a grey area. And yeah, obviously it would have to be obvious and blatant and mm. maybe they've got some inside information or what, whatever. I think people are more wise to it these days. But it was just an example just to show how a double standard could occur because at the end of the day, women give birth. If women didn't give birth, we wouldn't be here, right? Yeah. So it's a given fact. And I think this is the point why people have tried to put this law in place because it would mean that women then have to miss out on opportunities because of what is natural. Now, don't get me wrong. It's obviously got to be balanced. And if you're applying for a job and the, an immediate need is now, then a business owner should have the right to consider. But I think the other candidate they choose would have to be equally as good. But don't you feel in general that the working world is opening up? So, well, do you know what? It's probably a question I should ask Zoe, Colin, Kim and AB, because I don't think you lot have had enough experience. So I'm gonna pose a question to them. Don't you feel that the working world has opened up so much since you've been a child working to an adult? Definitely. Things have changed. Definitely. Definitely. As I said, middle management in my place is all female. Um, the flexibility around the work-life balance has changed. Obviously, COVID aside, it's changed before that in terms of working from home, flexi work, etc., etc. So that allows parents, not just mothers, um, fathers as well. Literally, when I was, my time as a single parent, if you like, I told my, I had a conversation with my boss and I said, mate, one week. I'm all yours. The other week, I'm nine to five. And he was cool with it, five or four. No problem. He knew I did the work and got on. So it was flexi working. Is that so, because he was a father of four? I say he's a father of four. He may have done it anyway. But I felt like being a father of four, he understood. Um, but maybe I'm doing him a disservice and maybe he would have understood anyway. I think it depends on what kinds of field you're in as well, because I don't feel like the field that I'm in has opened up at all. I think we're the worst field of um, 
to work for any kind of compassionate leave understanding and it would shock you to think that that was the case considering the the people that we deal with and the job that we do like to to kind of be in that environment and not be able to have the time to look after your own kids or the time to kind of um be able to be flexible it doesn't happen it's difficult to be flexible though right in your environment or would you say or not um <coughs> Not not in my particular environment now, but in like obviously in in I'm just gonna say in nurseries and schools, we are the like the environment, one is really bitchy, it's dominated by women, so it's very bitchy. Um, and two, it's very um, you know, straight down the middle. There's no scope for you to be running off to go and get your sick child from another setting, or you know, they they, they don't have none of it. If you can't do the job, you're out. It's harsh. It is harsh. I get it, though. If I'm a business owner, I get it. And I can't say I wouldn't have to relieve somebody if they weren't reliable. Yeah, of course. But is it them being unreliable? I mean, they can't really help it if their child falls ill. Consistently. If you've got an ill child, what do you do? Yeah, yeah. you can't. Yeah, but if you've got an ill child, do you then have to make a decision? It's, it's harsh because that person may not be able to do anything else, right, other than what they do. So how do they then support themselves and their families? But Maybe they could explain it when they go for the role. Like if they have a child that they already know is sick, so the child isn't honest, maybe they could say like, oh, like mention it. Even though they might think it'll put them at a disadvantage. But some people would be understanding. I mean, they'd probably be very small. <laughs> You maybe. Not, not when you've got 20 other applicants that can that can do the job without any issues or, or, I not, not, or not this issue if you have loads of if it's like a job where there's loads of staff they might be like okay this is like a parent if they have to keep leaving if they've got a sick child and the child kind of depends on them they they must be alone so they must really i don't know maybe i just have too much faith in people but i would like to think that someone would be kind enough to be like okay they might really need this job no no, 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 oh my gosh. It is cutthroat. If, 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 if I can take somebody and I don't have to deal with all their problems and issues and all that type of stuff, I'm going to pick that person other than the person that I might like personally, but they've got this issue, that issue, and what have you. I'm going to pick a person that can come to work. Do so imagine you started a business and you employ someone and they didn't tell you that they was pregnant and then six months later or, or eight months later they go off from maternity you've got to close someone else you've got to pay for that stuff and your business doesn't your business is breaking even even for the first year your business can can fold because you've employed that member of staff that is on maternity leave it's the difference between your business surviving or not it's a hard one it's a cold mm. world as j cole said can't always be nice you have to make the right decision sometimes <laughs> So to conclude, it's double standard. The the boys are allowed to have the sleepovers. The girls aren't allowed to have the sleepovers, basically. Unfortunately. But in um we all agree that the sons should now do more so they're not useless when they become husbands. They should do yes. more in the house. Mm -hmm. yeah. So basically there is no progression within your generation and it will have to come from us. <laughs> <laughs> 
You've heard our views on double standards and how we feel about them. Do you agree children should be allowed to point out double standards when it comes to parents? Do you believe sons are at a greater advantage than daughters? Let us know in the reviews or over on the Generation Brown Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. Thank you.